Hi, listeners. Welcome to the She Speaks Life podcast, a weekly encouragement where we share our God stories. I'm your host, Jamie Elizabeth, and I am so glad you are spending time with us today to listen. Hey, everyone. I am so excited. Today, I have a special friend, Candy Coburn. Hi, Candy. Hey, Jamie. I'm so happy you are here, and I know you listeners are just going to enjoy hearing her God story and everything she has going on. She has a nonprofit organization called Big Love UBU, and I'm just so proud of her. She is one big expression of God's love, and I just know you are going to love hearing this today. Okay, so I have a timer on, so I don't just wear y'all out today. Um, yes, I'm thrilled to live in Austin, Texas. I'm originally from Kentucky, grew up there, good, you know, good old Kentucky roots. My grandmothers were huge influences in my life. One of them, her name was Loma Jean Borders, taught me to sing at a really young age, mm. singing in church in like, you know, three or four years old. And I was never great in math or science, so I always say I kind of stuck with that singing thing. So uh. <laughs> I wasn't good in math or science either, but I can't sing. <laughs> So, no. Well, um, you can do a lot of things I can't, girl. Um, so kind of grew up, you know, uh, on dirt bikes and things like that, singing, things like that. But then my dad had been in Houston, Texas most of my life. And then my mom was remarried and we moved over to Missouri. So I went to high school and college in Missouri. And um, I'm actually married to a boy from my high school. His name's Mark Coburn. He is really cute. But we did not date in high school. We dated um, actually five years after high school. And we have one of those lifetime movie stories after school special kind of, you know, funny stories. (laughs) Went to the reunion, saw each other, you're looking good, kind of that thing. (laughs) So we've been married a really, really long time. I won't date myself. But um, we lived in Missouri for a while. I did full-time time touring on the road. Before I did that, I was in sales, kind of did a little bit of everything, but I um, grew up in church, then finally got to the spot where I was doing music full-time on the road. I did that for about 10 years full-time, toured all over the country, 35 states, seven full-time employees, tour bus with my big fat name on it, you know, rolling wow. down the road, doing a lot of shows, about 100 plus a year, you know, wow. all the time. So that's kind of was my life, you know, uh, before I got to Austin. And then when I got to Austin, I was still touring. But between that time, uh, lots of interesting and brutal, as I call it, <laughs> beautiful yet very brutal things in my life occurred. So um, till I got to Austin, I did not really ever know what God truly had planned for me. I'd kind of been rolling the candy show out, you know, and uh, not yeah. really asking God kind of what he thought about that. So yeah. yeah, it looked shiny on the outside, but we always kind of joke in my house saying it was really just a candy coated hot mess yeah. on the inside. So after that, we, we moved here and I used to, you know, tour doing kind of like a Southern rock country type style music, writing songs, wrote them for companies theme songs for different, uh, like Susan G. Comer for The Cure and just all kinds of stuff. So I've been a songwriter as well, working in and out of Nashville. But I um, got here and I just immediately saw, like almost immediate. It's like, God, I had no idea. I thought he was moving us here because I love Austin because I've been trying to move here for years. I have two boys. We move here and it was about a month and a half I'd been here. And I was like, finally, I was just me with me with me. You know, and I had been running real hard for quite a while. Everything looked good on the outside. Everything seemed to be fine on the outside from the normal, you know, far away view. But in my household for years, 
several years, things had been just crumbling down. We had been through some serious stuff with my marriage. It was not good. It was just not good. We had been kind of covering that up. We were not involved with the church in any close way. We were kind of a distant kind of, (laughs) we go to a big church and come in and take off and not really connect, you know. So we'd been involved with a lot of that. So get here month and a half I'm I'm here and I look one morning and I get up and I look in the mirror and I was like Some, something's wrong like something's got to change with your life because I realized very clearly that I was an alcoholic I had been drinking some most of my life for fun you know right. it was never really like that thing where it was a problem mm-hmm. until about the last couple years and this was back in 2014, I'm talking about when we moved here. So I've been sober now about four and a half years. But when that time came, it was this just like revelation. Mm-hmm. I was like, why do I want, why am I not okay with how I feel every day? Mm-hmm. Why is it that I, every afternoon, no matter what I tell myself in the morning when I get up, at four or five o'clock, like I don't feel okay in my skin anymore. Right. I'm very fearful and I'm very like not, uh, I, I was just not in any place that I could hear God. And it was so lonely. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm married still. You know, we've been able to stay married uh, through many, many terrible things, you know. But we were not connected. And certainly me and God were not connected. Mm-hmm. So I grew up really religious, right? But the difference of having like a true, deep relationship with the Lord was was something that I'd heard people talk about. But I thought, well, maybe it's just I'm missing something. Maybe I'm not that guy, Right. right. So that morning that I looked in the mirror and said this, I was like, God, okay, you've got to help me today. I don't know what this is. I've tried everything. I've tried to not drink. I've tried to count my drinks. I've tried everything with the drinking. Mm -hmm. But nothing, it always went back. And it seemed to always go back to be something that was even worse than before. Um, Nothing on the outside looked wrong. You know, I still had a job. I still made money. I still looked like everything was fine. My kids still went to school. Nothing looked like it was really broken because I was functioning. Right. I was going to ask you if you were still touring Mm-hmm. while this is all going on yeah it yeah. was and it, does it kind of go hand in hand musicians touring and then getting into the drinking just you, to... you know i think that it's not an absolute um yeah. what i did not know till way later in sobriety was that you know we have a, a whole basket full of people in my family line that have been addicts you know oh, okay. in different yeah. ways um right. alcoholics certainly and it was never discussed growing up so mm-hmm. i just did not know that was even something that i might even be susceptible to you know right. Right. it's a disease that is hereditary and I just did not know and many people like like me I didn't really to become an alcoholic like where you cross some line that's imaginary we don't know where that line is but where I could not make a choice anymore I didn't know that that was even a possibility growing up so so during this time you know um, that morning that that happened I was like God okay show me whatever and immediately I knew I I needed to go to a 12-step meeting I look at my phone there's one literally three miles down the road from my house starting in like 30 minutes and I'm like Okay, petrified, petrified uh, to go. Yeah, I would think so. Like so yeah. scared and feeling humiliated and like, oh my gosh, what are people going to think of me? Is this the right thing? I mean, I don't yeah. even know, you know, because never been right. So. Well, I'd dotted in a few before, so I should have had a clue, maybe because there have been years before that I was like, do I have a problem? Nah, I'm yeah, good, you know. Right. And I just did not know how to even. I wasn't ready, you know. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so I go in there and. Uh, 
it was like immediately I sat down and I tried to be all covert with the glasses and a hat on and thinking I'm all that. Yeah. <laughs> I, was so, I thought, oh, everybody must know me. You know, I had a little bit of an ego. <laughs> Still working on that. Disguise myself. I'm going to look incognito for all the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, whoo. I was a um, hot mess and still working on my hot messness. But that day I sat down and I started hearing people say and and express exactly how I felt and exactly the things that I felt like, like what I told myself every day and the lies that I was telling myself. And they laughed and they had joy and they were like positive. And, you know, they're talking about how God in their lives had changed everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait a minute. This isn't a churchy thing. Come on. You know, right. like, really? Yeah. What's up? You know, is this like a cult? Come on. You know, yeah. and I'm like, because it's not, you know, it's not, it's not under like the banner of Jesus. So like, what is this? You know, mm-hmm. but what I realized is I immediately knew this is, this is my people. Oh my gosh. All my life. This is where I fit in. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, here it is. Woo. Way to go, girl. Yeah. Um, but That's what, yes, it is. It's like, you know, these, this is what I was built for evidently. But, um, but what's amazing and a miracle to me now is that walking through those 12 steps, they're, they're all totally divinely made, you know, and God put this, I would say as a side door for many of us that are a little too stubborn to maybe get it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we just needed a fresh look at the Cliff's Notes version, right of, right, of how to live. So, you know, I've been in the program for a while of 12 step work and it's just changed my life literally changed everything it wasn't easy at first at all you know and it was like changing every single thing in my life but what was awesome is that I was able to start just seeing the difference of how I felt seeing and hearing from God and that was the revelation you know like oh my gosh I can oh I I even if it's a tiny little you know maybe it's a billboard I saw today that said hey candy you know whatever in my in my mind I'm like Oh, that was the answer. That's it. I started being like aware and and really just present for what God had. Mm-hmm. And that was a revelation to me because yeah. I've been begging God to speak audibly like, you know, James Earl Jones, Candy, you're yeah. going to do blah, 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 you know. But I had heard nothing like that. Yeah. yeah. So it was just amazing to, to start hearing God and like even seeing what I call God winks happen. Yeah, that was me when I was... Just drawing really close to him, finding out what this whole personal relationship with Jesus was all about. And I just remember little snippets of, is that him? Is that his voice? That's not me thinking that, is it? (laughs) And then as you respond to it, it gets confirmed. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, this was you know, this was totally God speaking because this Mm -hmm. is what happened. And I just remember going through the whole process. It's almost like an exercise, just training. Yes. Totally like a workout. Getting you just keep practicing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the more you practice, the more it just starts coming natural. And then you're like, okay, now I can determine. Right. Because I thought something was wrong with me. I'm like, okay, well, why is everyone say, oh, God told me this? I'm like, God's never told me anything where I can hear him in my ear. Like, I mean, I did not understand that God can speak through other people. God can speak through, honestly, the radio. (laughs) I mean, like, that's really how I hear God, you know, in all the weird ways. And and he's so kind Mm. to speak to us in the way that we get it. Right. Our (laughs) own unique personality. And he has a great, I think he has a great sense of humor. (laughs) Because it had to be kind of funny with me, you know, for me to hear. 
Yeah. So that, like I said, that first year was not easy. It was the rebuilding of everything. It was rebuilding of relationships in my family, my marriage, every bit of it. It was, but God was so kind and just kept like honoring that obedience of just walking. Like yes. just sometimes it was just walking and going, okay, like today is hard. I just have to do this day. Right. But every day just kept lightening. And what I found is that in, in my world now, it feels like, oh my gosh, these are my people because they are broken. And just like me, I'm still broken every day, but God just just, patch, just has me walking through today with him, totally restored today. And I get a We're day at a time. Broken. Yes, we are. It's so, uh, that's why I love the Old Testament now. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're all messed up. Just they're like all me. messed up, but God uses them. <laughs> if he can use those Israelites, I am so yeah. one of those guys, totally. And that was, that's the awesome thing too, as I, ne- I believe that, it's never too late. Here I am at this age doing something totally new and completely I would have never guessed in my life, you know. So I shifted out of touring full time and was more local, found our awesome church as well, which started changing our life. And if anybody's out there and they don't have a home church where they know you, where they know your heart, where they know who you are, where they know you're messy, go find it because that changed our family's life. It Mm -hmm. changed our marriage. It changed everything. We have a small group that they know every gross, disgusting thing about us. Mm -hmm. And that is precious. Yeah. And I just, priceless stuff, you know, and that's freedom. Mm -hmm. Living the same life inside, outside, wherever you are in all walks of your life Mm -hmm. is freedom that God, oh, he loves it so much. I think his heart just gets so excited about us living out loud like that. And to me, there's nothing that's off limits. Everybody knows all of my nasty story. I'm an open book because God gave me this second chance to have a great life that he always planned. I was just too stubborn. My grandma told me when I was a little kid, like, Candy, you're supposed to sing for the Lord. And I was like, nah, I don't think so. You know, I want to be on TV and stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, it was so crazy because... Stay on my tour bus. <laughs> yeah, real awesome. It's not as awesome as y'all think it is, truly. I can tell you the gross stories. But walking us through that, right? And, and so now... He, you know, I've been writing all these new songs of purpose and he's just put these new, I would say put a new song in my heart that's so different. And then we get into this space of like, okay, what does it look like in Austin? Where's the middle ground between um, people that understand, we understand all the church language. We understand all of the worship language where we go to HEB Center and we can raise our hand, praise God with Chris Tomlin, big, you know, those kind of big artists. Mm -hmm. And it's, oh, I love those events. I love them. Yeah. And then there's, the other side of the life that is downtown Austin, Texas, are the live capital music of the world where you can't sing a song really in most venues that has anything about what God's done in your life. Mm-hmm. So where's the middle, right. you know, and that right. just started really just, just, just pulling at my heart. Oh, like and I'm like, where is the middle for the people that just either they had a bad experience sometime in their life with church mm-hmm. Maybe it was a per- it's always a person in a church that hurts their heart. Yeah. It's not God. God is loving right. all the time. Jesus loves us so much. Mm-hmm. But one human, just a human, right. and we all are, they just made a bad choice and hurt that person, right? So mm-hmm. then the whole church looks like it's that person. Right, right. So what about those people? Mm-hmm. Like the, my heart bleeds for those people, mm-hmm. the ones that... Whatever happened, they don't feel like they can come into a building yet and go, oh, I get all this. It was just killing me. I was like, why, why is there not more in the middle? Mm-hmm. 
which is how the nonprofit was born. I thought, okay, how could this be done where our, our great musical and artistic community here can be supported? Other nonprofits that are of purpose, that are doing great things that nobody even knows about, they have a tough time doing events because they don't have the money to afford putting on a big concert and getting artists and doing, and, and even knowing how to plan that. Right. That's where I came from and God was able to use it. You know, I was in the front of the stage, not in the back, uh, but yeah. it's been yeah. wild because God gave me this great, crazy dream and, you know, I meet with a couple of people and it was about me being in the back of the stage. Mm. And all I could see were all these people on stage in front of me and there's this big light and people, and it's joy and like you could feel it. And I was like, what does this even mean? Yeah. And I yeah. kept having it. <laughs> I was like, I think I'm supposed to get out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then I started meeting with all these people smarter than me and they're like, Candy, uh, you're going to have to follow this dream. And I, I was like, God telling Ugh. you, giving you the dream again. And I was like, come on. Yeah. And these people kept meeting with me and they're like, yes. And they're praying. And it just became more clear and clear and clear. And we're like, we're going to do our first music festival downtown Austin. I have no idea what I'm doing. I know I've never worked with the city or the insurance or the stuff. Oh, and it. God just walked us through that. And this little team we had last year was precious. In 18, 2018 was the first one. We had 30 artists on one stage in one day. And it was just truly unbelievable. Yeah. Like from beginning to end, learned so much. Mm-hmm. So then we did one in the fall and it was very different, but it was, and each one of them have paired with another nonprofit. Last year it was for Austin Disaster Relief Network. This fall it was with The Refuge, which is a sex trafficking ranch, restorative ranch for girls coming out of sex trafficking. Right. This spring it's with Survive to Thrive, which is a domestic violence sex trafficking um, rescue nonprofit as well. And it's been so exciting to keep seeing it grow. Now this year we have all all these artisans and nonprofits and these tents that are added and mm. new new more food trucks which yeah. is important in Austin. Yeah. So it just keeps growing and now we just started in February our new house concert series. So that every 2 months we're able to also bless another nonprofit with a smaller event and keep these ongoing. So I have no oh, idea what wow. God's got. We're just continuing and it's all been just coming. And anyone that has a wild idea will tell you that I learned this year that if you just ask God Please just bring whoever, make them appointed where they feel in their heart like I'm supposed to do this instead of just asking people. And I learned from a brilliant, brilliant woman. She said, when you meet with anyone, just to ask them, like, what lights you up? What what sets your heart on fire? And that changed everything when I was going about this deal. Cause I was like, before I was like, Hey, Jamie, can yeah. you be the, can you be the toilet man? Which you were, <laughs> you're so awesome. <laughs> you guys were so gracious. Anything. You did the serving tr- the Lord. Totally. Like I ain't even lying y'all. She totally did. Yeah. She's so precious. And you're such, you're like glam squad, the most glam squad trash, trash man I've seen in the world, but you were such a server and with your heart. So this year we have all these new new positions. People have come on. Our team's like tripled the size. Wow, so so cool. God, if God gives you a dream, mm-hmm. you better do it because yeah. he has great plans that we don't even know. Mm-hmm. So we're doing that. I'm just still doing tons of music. I'm doing a lot of women's conferences now, different events of purpose. So I don't even know what God's got tomorrow. But right now I'm just so grateful, so insanely grateful about how God can radically, mm-hmm. completely make your life unrecognizable that's the word i use for our family Mm. most people that they see us on facebook or something now and they're like oh you're still married oh oh, (laughs) i mean literally like that can happen they're like oh oh wow okay wow that's surprise okay i mean that it's it's a miracle like if y'all knew us five six years ago we don't we don't even look recognizable 
That's what Jesus can do in your life and your family's life. Completely restored. Yes. And like built 10 times stronger. And you and I were talking about foundations earlier. Right. And that's what I did not even get the memo on high. (laughs) If the foundation is not built totally solely on what God's got, Mm -hmm. nothing will prosper. And my marriage is right after that, evidently. Mm -hmm. Hmm. But nothing will prosper past it if I don't have those covenants first. Mm -hmm. You know, God, my, my sweet husband, then everything. And um, I never knew why it was not just blowing up. I had a lot of really close calls of all this stuff where things were rocking. We were playing places with 200,000 people. We were playing huge events. But no, it never should have prospered because I did not have it built right. And God had something for me that I didn't even know. Yeah. So I'm telling you, I'm so grateful and just Mm. every day I can't believe this is my life now. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. It's that overwhelming filling up of God's love. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you can't express it in words because it's so intense when you're walking in his yeses every day, the obedience, how much favor and the words you get walking in that. And um, it's just amazing. I I love watching you and seeing (laughs) what God is doing through you. And how you've just got a team with you coming alongside you Mm -hmm. and being your cheerleader and your encourager and supporter. I just love everything about what you got going on, girl. Well, I just, I'm so excited that you've been brave and fierce about the podcast for all of us to be brave. Mm -hmm. You know, this is it. This is the round we're in. We're not coming back for the second and third rounds. We are here to do things of purpose, things that matter, get on fire about something, whatever it is that lights you up. I've just been encouraging women like these women come to my house and they worship and they pray on Fridays and it blows my mind that they take their time out to do it Mm -hmm. and make it a priority. Mm -hmm. But it has changed my life of seeing how prayer matters to love on them and to get them around you and to sharpen that iron. Mm Because, man, there's just so many amazing things happening, and I'm so blessed to be here in Austin. And thank God, thank our church, Expression Church, has been such a, yeah. a major part. I wouldn't even know you if we yeah. didn't go there, you yeah. know, and yeah. and I'm just so grateful for all those things. And, you know, I think also it's been really cool because God's given me a ministry and a mission area that's off the beaten path. And I've always been an off the beaten path girl anyway, but it's really beautiful to see that, you know, he, he's shown me very clearly, like when I ask a lot, it's like, God, who, who do you need me to serve? Yeah. And my people really are outside the church box. Mm-hmm. Um, cause my goal and my, my hope for all is that they all have a church family and a home, Amen you know? So I love being in this space. We'd love everybody to be in the festival, of course, and be a part mm-hmm. of it. Bring any friends that are in church, out of church, whatever. But it's just a great day of celebration. Um, it's not billed as a Christian event. It's billed just as a um, God's Big Love event. And churches from all over Austin are a part of it. So it's been super neat to see yeah. how that's grown. So go. Bring yeah. friends. Saturday, and, April yeah. the 13th, downtown Austin. Yeah. And I just needed to add because what hit home for me was when you said, I didn't even know what I was doing. I just was doing it. <laughs> and, Still don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I podcasting. I don't know what I'm doing, but God told me to do it. And so I'm learning as I go. Yeah. Yeah. That's how he calls us, right? Yes, totally. Totally. And I got, I I got to go to Israel this year, which was a miracle deal. And, um, and I just, 
I just encourage everyone, like wherever you are, to go for one. It was so, it was so beautiful. And I I love saying shalom now to y'all. Shalom y'all is my favorite thing to say because, you know, it's just this amazing, uh, the way they explained it about just the, this joy, this deep joy, this deep peace, this deep understanding. It was, it was such a beautiful thing to be there where everything happened first, you know, and bring that home. So I've got a little song. Let me do it. Yes. So the date for the event is Saturday, April the 13th, 2019 at the Pan American Recreational Center downtown in Austin, East Austin. The address is 2100 East 3rd Street, and it's right in the heart of East Austin. It's a beautiful, awesome outdoor amphitheater. There's a park for the kids, food trucks, Mm -hmm. all kinds of cool vendors. It's going to be a great day. And if you want to look everything up on all we do is at www.biglove, and then the letters, ubu.com. So B-I-G-L-O-V-E-U-B-U.com. Everybody's like, what's a UBU? It's because we just mean you just come be you. You be you and and get big love. That's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the other domains are taken. (laughs) So, yeah. I love it. It was meant to be. Uh Yes. Let's yeah. hear. Okay, cool. So I was here. just, yeah, I, this, this, uh, I have a little, the last record I have out called The Good Life, which that's what we're living, y'all. And this song, when I was working on the song, I, we, we had kind of like, I would call it a, a ghetto way to get down to our dock at the time. We didn't have, I call it Lewis and Clark Land. So, <laughs> so I was going down there with my little backpack guitar. And I would take it down there and write songs. You know, most some songs they don't take that long. Some takes a really long time. This song took about about five minutes, which is my favorite kind of song because yeah. I have no patience whatsoever. <laughs> um, but I just loved I love how God gave it to me because wherever anybody's at, you know, we all need help yeah. all the time, That's right. all day, every day mm-hmm. in Austin and everywhere else. So I just hope it brings some hope to anyone for wherever you are right now. You're not walking alone. You got your people and you got Jamie right here. And I'm so glad that you're spreading out uh, some hope and joy with people. So good job, girl.
I've got like warm tingles going out through my body. That's the Lord. Those are all the Lord songs. Oh my gosh. You're a beautiful expression. Man, that was wonderful. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh. What an honor. And listeners, you're welcome. That was beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) That just makes your week right there, your month, your year. So. Check her out at Big Love UBU in April. Yes, we'll, and we're on Facebook yeah. and, and all the music just at uh, candycoburn.com or iTunes and all that stuff too. Yes. Wow, amazing girl. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening today. I trust that God has encouraged you through this message. For more information on this ministry and to access free downloads, please visit my website at jamieelizabeth.com and sign up. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at Jamie Elizabeth She Speaks Life. That's J-A-Y-M-E Elizabeth She Speaks Life. Until next time, my friends, I pray God reveals himself through your own life story.